what really happens at the end of the road. Do you know that song? Or no, you just I've say- never heard it before, except I for know, the five heard- <laughs> minutes I've been silently observing you jamming out to it. Well, I, you didn't know I'm I was jamming here. Out to it, yeah. I'm, I, <laughs> I heard it on a TikTok. Yeah. And the guy's premise was, here's the song that nobody's listening to that you should be listening to. And story. I thought... Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I want to hear. What I should be listening to, and I want this jack off to tell me what it is. But I super need musical recommendations, and it's it sounded yeah. pretty jamming. And I will say I this: you yeah. were selling it. So. Oh, I I love it. Like I, I'm like, oh yeah, I downloaded it immediately, and I was like, oh, I she's got something. She definitely has something. Can we spend a few seconds talking the tick and the talk and the ticket to the ticket to tick tick attack it? Don't stop. Go watching because you watch all night and you don't go to sleep and you wake up with nothing to do. <laughs> That's my favorite song. Is that the Sugar Hill Gang? <laughs> Hold on. Wait, wait, wait. Why are we friends? Christmas injection. And how much is too much? All this and more on today's Brilliant Observations. Do, 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 do. <laughs> Lordy, my lordy, my lordy, Melissa. Hi, baby. How are you? Hey, hey, ho, hey, 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 ho. Good morning. Good morning, Melissa, to you. Bo good morning to you, my sweet, sweet Amy. How are you? I'm well. I'm a little nerve-wracked by what I saw on the board and heard you repeat just now. Why are we friends? I feel like that's a, <laughs> I feel like it's a loaded start to our morning. But let's jump in tits deep, shall we? <laughs> We were talking a little bit earlier, seconds ago, about music and new music. And somebody once said on a ride I did on Peloton, the people, pay attention to the people who introduce you to new music. Those are good people, right? Yes. Those are, those are your people. And that like really resonated with me for some reason. So while watching TikTok, this art, this guy came on and said, Here's a song you need to be listening to. And I'm like, this is your friend. And you, your friend's good. I don't care if it's your friend. I really liked it. And yes, I was jamming to it when Amy came on. And I did not know because that window was not open on my computer. Mm. I should have I known. I should have learned from my CNN friend that if the green, <laughs> if the green light is on, then you are recording or oh. you are visible to others. Yeah, but you know, I think there are more lessons that can be learned from your CNN friend, and they don't start with what light is on. They start with where are your hands during a work event? So on my parts, they're on my parts. Yikes! Super yikes! Uh, I know that you're drawn to why are we friends, but I want to hear about your Christmas injection. I need one. I have decided that I need to be festive. I've decided just this very morning. I actually put on the board Christmas injection instead of what I wanted to put on the board, which was fuck Christmas. Oh, no. (laughs) Literally the opposite of what you're looking for right now. And yet they're still both sexual. So I think that Christmas is great. And I will enjoy it, but it holds no allure for me this year. And that doesn't bother me. I don't care. I don't feel called to do anything different. I'm looking for that time period as a way to not do frantically, yay, then undo frantically. I just don't, yeah, I just don't want it. So I have decided I need to get a Christmas injection because we don't do decorations in the house. We haven't done them for years. You know this. I repeat it every year on the show because we travel extensively over that holiday and we travel extensively over Thanksgiving. So to put them up for a period of hours when it takes days to put them up is impractical. It doesn't bring us anything other than craziness, especially because I have to argue with everyone to put them up or I put them up myself. So I'm like, I'm not doing it. And everybody's like, okay. 
So that strike one for Christmas. So the house <laughs> it has no well this well the house has zero decorations. It looks the same as it did in the summer. I'm telling you there's no decor shift, which is weird. So yesterday I started watching. I thought I got to do something. So cleaning out the pantry, which was a horrible two-day endeavor. It's now done. And no, I did not film it. Okay. No was, before and after? No, because the before was, was truly... Mortifying? It was shameful. <laughs> it was it was like filming a video for DHS talk, if there is such a thing. Like, I just don't want to... Is there is that DHS, is that Department of Human Services, isn't that child, child police? What do they call it? I figured police? it out in my head. DCFS, Child and Family Services. Thank you. Is it felt like to tell you that you've been abusing your children? <laughs> right. By what's happening? It felt in like the government's coming to get you and take your kids away. Fair talk, enough. Right. So I didn't want that. And I was I'm also like, Homeland so, Security. Was so, Homeland I don't know Security what it is. The, the thing where you're is bad. Is it all the flour you built up for, <laughs> for I when should you thought know you'd what have it to is. make pasta? I should. Know what it is. Anyway, and I was angry because for weeks now I've been saying to everyone, how did I become Lord of Pantry Dominion? Like, why can no one else do this? Are you incapable of throwing things away or sorting things or making an effort? So it fell to me. I did it. Okay. Took the better part of two days. Very frustrated. Spectacular in there now. But of course that leads to... And now we're going to do the other closet. And now we're going to do this closet. And now we're going to... And we've been doing that with the quasi-return of College Boy, switching his bedrooms around. Everything is being purchased and, and fluffed and judged. So everything is in a st- in that mid-project state of disarray globally. There is no area of our lives that is not disheveled free. That does not speak to holiday cheer. I don't want people coming and toasting. I don't want to put on dresses and go to the fucking, and it's not, I sound so surly and devoid of joy. And you cranky, sound like me. But I'm telling you, I would be thrilled to just not have Christmas come and just have it be a little cold. And today I'm finishing that project. And when it's done, gee, that looks beautiful. And I don't have to think of, did we put up a tree or we're sad about not putting up a tree? Did we put out the millions of nutcrackers and how many 16 billion cookies did you bake? And spoiler alert, I'm still going to bake all the fucking cookies. That's And now, but it's turned into, if I'm baking all the cookies, maybe I need to do cookie talk. And I have to figure out how to film myself baking all these fucking cookies because why wouldn't I do a two for one? Nothing can just be... Just do it. That's why the pantry was, I'm just going to do it. And it's not about capturing the moment. I'm just going to make this happen for myself. So I need a Christmas injection so that I can at least feel some semblance of desire to participate in the holiday. And here's what I mean. We're still going home for Christmas where everything will be decorated and adorned. Where we and will beautiful see family. And Christmassy. And- Wrapping gifts is a loss for me. Not purchasing gifts is a who cares. I'm grateful to not have to shop, and I don't like shopping. I don't like buying the gifts. I don't. The only thing I like about it is wrapping them. So it's a hardship that I don't get to do that. That's tough because there was volumes of, and they're all color coordinated, and it's fun, and the ribbons, and I'm there. That's a shtick that I do. It's crazy. I go. Wait, a lot of times the wrap is so much nicer even than the present. So not doing that is kind of sad. Everything else, I'm like, could give a flippity fuck. I have eight crazy nights for which you could come and wrap the shit out of these I'd be so happy. I was watching Hanukkah cookie talk just yesterday. I don't get that. What's that? It's what so cookies are they making? Good. They're beautiful. She made a sugar cookie Gvedals? in the shape of a... Is it a sufgayot? Sufgayot. In the shape of a, a donut? jelly donut? Yes. Yeah, jelly and it was donut. so cute. It was so cute. Because you look at it and you think, it looks like a donut. It's a fucking cookie. And then you can eat it. All, all yes. And she made little gelt ones that were just beautiful because she made them in four different shapes. One is a single piece of gelt and one is three pieces of gelt sort of piled but falling over. And it was just super fun and cute for the plate. It's super, you got to go on Jutok or wherever the fuck I stumbled. You know that it's important to me to give <laughs> like the right <laughs> gift to the right person. I do. It's not, I'm not great with timing. If I see a gift, we've talked about this, that I think, or I see a thing, not a gift. If I see a thing that I I know is just, oh my God, Amy would love this. Oh my God, (laughs) my friend would love this. Oh my God, my husband would. 
I just get it. I'm assuming, and this is um, a segment I have for a little later, I'm assuming that it falls within a price range that's not going to leave me homeless and it's something I can I can figure out. Well, I had in my head uh, a gift that I was going to send to just a couple of people because we have a shared experience. It's something that would make them go, oh, Melissa, you knew exactly what I needed, exactly when I needed it, and... That's that's for me, your rapping. That's for me. I don't know. I'm trying to relate it. Right. It's important to me. And you do it well, as we like to say. It's a center of excellence for you, and it brings you joy. It it's also a mark joy. of uniqueness. It is fundamentally a Melissa thing. It's it has many 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 boxes to be ticked in the exquisite gifting that you do. It's not even a gift. That's really because sweet. It's not even a gift. It it. It migrates into some other category because the level of thoughtfulness, personalization, and personality that you pile into this act of the secret, you know, fantasy drop of this magical product that just wings itself into someone's life, that is a fucking astounding. And I love it. I love the phrase that you use. You know, the whole marketing thing now is that is that secret drop, right? That's the whole concept of how you sell out of everything and everything's (laughs) exclusive, which is why you pay more, which is why you go that extra step because you don't want to miss out on. I love the idea. You don't know it's coming. Your birthday, uh, tons of people are giving you a gift. You're good. You're covered on that one day. But but the random day to to find a surprise People don't send letters anymore, and that's just sad to me. So that random day to get just a box of joy or an envelope of joy is everything to me, and I I love sending that out. It's a delight. Yes. So somebody bombed me with a Melissa gift this week, and I have already contacted the gift location for for sending this. I've already have my order in and it's timed and it's ready to go. And then when it came to me, I thought, wow, this company is so grateful to me for having sent X, <laughs> Y, and Z. They sent me a little, uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. You got reverse bomb dropped. I got bomb dropped. Yeah, <gasps> I did. And it was glorious. Yes. And all it did was reinforce that... Either I have to up my game with that friend or I I should continue doing exactly what I'm doing because it does bring the joy. I don't see it because they're all all of my friends are distant for the most part. Sure, sure. At a distance. So I don't get to see the joy, but I know a piece of my heart goes out with each of those. And my friend Sue's sent me well, you'll see. <laughs> but my friend Sue's sent me a treat that She's just just proves that even later in life, you can make a friend that could know your soul and know your heart and know you. And it's it's really just a beautiful thing. And and that's super hard to do when you're a human like Melissa, who doesn't leave the house. I just want to add to this something you might not know or appreciate. Okay, I venture that. Easily 80%. I may go as high as 94% of this the, is with confidence of yeah. the gift buying public suck at buying gifts. Suck. Suck so hard. <laughs> Super suck hard. Porno I mean, suck. I mean, choke on boba it straw. Is, it hard. is XXX <laughs> suck level. It is no good. Super shite town. I went tapioca. You went Hummer blowjob chokey. Okay, that's fine. Hummer, it's fine. Hummer is a handjob. So the the reality Hummer is not a handjob. The reality, the reality is. Wow. Yeah. It's a nice little callback for those. See also who may remember and Merry Christmas. So <laughs> Merry Christmas. It's a Hummer. Hey, here's ho, your, ho, ho. Here's your injection. Here you go. <laughs> The majority of the gift buying public suck at it. It doesn't yeah. mean they don't take joy in it. It's kind of like driving. The majority of drivers are poor drivers, and the majority of drivers believe they are excellent drivers. So the majority of gift givers suck at it. It comes from a place of well intentioned, thoughtful, extravagant love, and it just fails. And I don't think you have ever. Missed the mark giving a gift once. I can't envision a time when you've missed the mark. And that is 
I mean, you're like fucking Beyonce, Oprah level celebrity status in your gifting. Think about it. Who has ever given you a gift that every single gift they've ever given you for your entire life was like, oh my God, you can't. There's not, I there's can't. No one. There you, is no one. You need a Melissa. This is your, this is your birthright. This is your, <laughs> this is your passage on this planet is to know the exact fucking right thing to give. But my issue is timing. I don't give it to you for your birthday. I see it. I know it's no, you. And it's part of the gift. That's what makes and it so it, wonderful. And it takes flight. It takes air. I just sent a box to our friend Sarah um, in Oregon. Yeah. And she got on and she was, if she got on Marco Polo and was effusive with her praise and like, this is great. And I'm like, you get it. It's not her birthday. It's not Hanukkah for her. It's not, but it is, it was a culmination of, this is for you. This is from me. Also, like I look at those kids who have birthdays near Christmas and get screwed. Like, why don't I get an extra? You're going to get gifts at Christmas. You're going to get gifts on your birthday. No, I'm the person who throughout the year also thinks of you in a celebratory kind of way. And that's that's kind of important. It would be better if I had more money, but I could be better at it. Um, <laughs> but where we are right now is where we're going to stay for a while. But I really, really, really... Really, the purpose of hopping on here with you today, and it wasn't to get this amazing feeling you just gave me for telling me how good <laughs> I am at something because it, this never happens. I want to know how much is too much. For gifts? For, and I'll, I'll give you more. And okay. this really started with me because my husband ordered something on uh, DoorDash, grub, Grubbity Hubbity, as my daughter calls yes. it, or somewhere, delivery. Right. Yes. And said, oh, I forgot to look. I only gave like $7 in tip. Okay. And I said, your meal was $7. You tipped them 100% of your meal. (laughs) Like what, what more? What is more? What's appropriate to you? How much is enough or too much? So it started with a discussion about that. But unfortunately, it took a deep dive into everything. How much is too much to spend? That's now I have a list a of things. Question. No, no, I'm going to oh, break perfect. it down for you. Yes, I'm here for it. Hit I it. will break it down for you. I know tipping is is not your wheelhouse, so I will. Well, leave. I will say, tipping is not. Ex- um, tipping on a food bill is a thousand percent my wheelhouse, and I will. I you don't leave lower than a five dollar tip, even if it's the total makes it. 20 30 percent is still three dollars just give them five bucks just it's food it's hard it's difficult that life is hard a lot of people don't tip that's very different than I carried your bags from one curb to another curb and they have wheels on them like I'm not I don't want to tip every fucking wear but I'm back to your list now okay so I started to culminate this list it's coming together very nicely actually um uh, it also started, so there's the grubbity hubbity, and then there's the Taylor Swift tickets that went on sale, and people were paying. Oh, oh, yeah, okay. Thousands of dollars on resale for those tickets. Right. It, the the price of the tickets right there on the face. Like, what are you doing? I feel like I'm going to run into a brick wall with you specifically when it comes to an experience. Yes, you will. Okay. Because those, and I've learned from you, are mostly priceless, right? So Yeah. I, I, at a certain point, the value, the face value of the Taylor Swift tickets is already too high. So it's really not about the cost of the ticket. It's about the memory of the ungettable get at that age, with that teen, in their life, in your life, at that moment. If it's critical, if it's... And I, I, yes, if a Taylor Swift concert is critical at this moment in your life, it doesn't matter what it costs. And you could substitute anything for Taylor Swift tickets. You could substitute Adele tickets. You could substitute Super Bowl tickets, right? Anything that has this ridiculous, you could, uh, World Cup soccer, right? Olympics, any of these things. If that's the moment, right? Taylor might come around again. Super Bowl might not. I mean, that's the sort of point where... Go and do it, and you've done it. So I say there is a there is a point when it's too much. It's not that there's no price that's too much, but it's the price is pretty fucking high. It's even when it's painful, find a way is where I'm headed with that. Okay. Well, then I don't really know how to go through my list. Go if, through if your that's... list. I will be very specific. Go. A meal. 
there are a lot of qualifications on right. Are meal. you in Italy? Is it something that you know you just sit down and they serve you course after course? Like I get the extravagance of it. I I don't know if I should clarify it into like the day to day experience. The hard you know, part or- about a meal is that it will fall short. So you have to guarantee. You just go into it knowing that it's going to fall short. There is no way that you can track like. It, it's very, at a certain point when you're paying so much money, it's still food. It's still an experience. There's only so many things that they can do to blow your mind and make it new and make it different. So if you are really hurting yourself so hard to go and get this once of a lifetime experience. Don't do it. it no, I would say it has to include. Don't do it. It has to include something beyond the item itself. Don't eat the blowfish. You will die. No, don't do take it. Take a little bit. Bring your Benadryl. A I gift. A what gift? about a gift? Depends on the person. Depends on no, the... No. Of course there's too much. Of course there's too much. How much are you going to give somebody as a fucking gift? What's the point of a gift? What's the point of a gift? I guess that's the question for each specific thing. What's the point of this concert? What's the point of this meal? What's the... The and concert is the, not the gift. The experience of the meal, those are experiences. Those are memories. Those are so to receive a possession that ultimately could be worked for and purchased under any other meat. Like it it comes down to the inability to acquire at any other time through any other method. When those two parameters are met, pay for got, it. Do it. Do it because it's not coming around again just like this one and only life. All right, so I will tell you that my husband is loose with the phrase "once in a lifetime experience." Yes, he does not understand how that. He does works. not know yes. either a the definition of a lifetime. He's doing it more on a cosmic level. Or he's doing B, it in the form of this breath will never come around again. <laughs> so therefore, I will buy uh, the Tesla. There it goes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, no. Now that you've said that, what about what about a car? What's too much money to spend on a car? We had this discussion just the other night. My son looked at my father and said, my, what the fuck? Looked at his, his father. father. <laughs> my son looked at my husband and said, are you ever going to buy a Ferrari? Would you ever buy a Ferrari? Right? Knowing how much you love them. Knowing that this is a hobby and a passion and a, a prized thing that you've dreamed of since you were my age standing at the kitchen counter and younger even. And right. without missing a beat, my husband said, do you know how much they cost? Do you know how much they cost? I mean, I just loosely in the $400,000 range. I mean, I'm, I'm sure that's not even right, but that's the ballpark. That's the, that's the, you're in the parking lot when you're in $400,000, right? You're not even in the stadium yet. And he's like, do you know how much they cost? So no, it's not something that I'm thinking about. If I could, I would. When I can, I will. So I would never do that. I don't even like being in cars. I've been in them before. And I don't like being in cars that cost that much because you have so much more to lose than anyone else it's a very different feeling than being in a house or on an estate that is way more valuable than that car I just feel like the car is so easily the value of it is so easily removed by someone with nothing to lose right by driving and no sense right right or even yourself going around a track kill yourself anyway okay so car, yeah, there's definitely a no. I saw a sweater that was $370 and I loved it. Mm-hmm. No fucking way would I spend $400 on okay, a sweater. Okay, stop for a second. You saw it online. So you, so you didn't see it in person. Online, yeah. Okay. If you touched it, felt it, tried it on, looked at yourself while trying it on and felt like the most beautiful thing you'd ever seen. You need I to, would buy this shit out of it. You need to buy that fucking <laughs> I would buy the shit out of it. I don't think it's in a in store kind of thing, but I I loved it. I thought, "Oh my god, I love this. How dare you ask this kind of money for a sweater?" You have to though. Meanwhile, you have to though. Meanwhile, my my son is in love with this brand of sweatshirts that does that like yep. drop and then disappear. That's what my idiot's doing. Yeah. And those sweatshirts range from like a hundred and twenty-five dollars oh, sweatshirt, a yeah, hoodie range yeah, from one hundred and twenty-five to two fifteen. That that's the that's the um, range that I was looking at the sweatshirts as they dropped, and I thought, oh my god, I would spend this on on a sweatshirt for him. Okay, dear listener, hate me. It's fine. 
They don't ask for anything. They don't get anything. I mean, I guess they get a college education and they are very spoiled. But there's nothing to get these children anymore. And I'm not Venmoing them shit. So I will give you the life experiences. I will let you live another day. But I will not buy myself a $400 sweater. Why? Why? I have three dogs. I live a smelly, dirty life. This is a lovely sweater that would be ruined in eight minutes, assuming the first seven I was upstairs where there are no dogs in the house and then walked downstairs. Your dogs don't shed. They you, don't, but you they're You have them they're professionally groomed once a month. Every other. But yes, every eight, nine, ten okay. weeks. Okay. Okay. I'm, I'm doubting it. I'm doubting it. I'm doubting it. Here's the only caveat. I think it's too much. You have not tried it on. It yeah, is a I lot. Have- it is a lot for, but it also is a sweater. And in your case, your body doesn't change. So this is a permanent purchase. This is akin to saying, I would never pay $350 for a suit, right? If you were an well, adult. That I would do. Right? Yeah. Well, a sweater is a suit for a grown woman whose body will never change. In my case, my body has been every shape and size under the sun and will be forevermore. So it's Ever a little more. it's a little odd to invest in pieces like this. You're not a big purse gal. You're not a big shoe gal. You're not a big really anything gal other than flavored t-shirts, whatever it's called. Sayings t-shirts. No, no, I like flavored t-shirts. That's my favorite <laughs> phrase. I love it. Right. You're right. You're right. I feel like this would be a worthwhile splurge. The risk is if you get it and it's like that meal and it was the Xena thing and it, it shows up and you unbox it and it's got the tissue and the you break open that sticker and you this take is it porn out to me. Yeah. And you put it on and the fabric is a little bit scratchy and maybe there's like a dangling thread that you didn't expect to be there and it sort of looks kind of frumpy on you instead of the way that and it And at $400, you say, yeah, I'll wear something like, underneath it. I'll do this. I'll yeah, put a bow on it. Now you're rationalizing and what negotiating. What if I cut the collar off? You're just negotiating. <laughs> it's, if I had just this sort of thing or no. It's it's got to be sparkles and stardust or take it the fuck back. I never take it the fuck back though, so it's really hard for me to buy things because once they're purchased, they're permanent. Next on the list. Well, the next on the list is a vacation, and I know there's. It depends on the experience, <sighs> and if it is that once in a lifetime, I know. I know a vacation. I'm doing that right taken. now. I'm doing that right now. I'm paying way too much for a vacation that we are backed into, and I'm very frustrated about it. The child who is ascending from high school into whatever happens in the beyond, it will be college somewhere, guys. The parents of seniors organize a not associated with the school, but definitely a school spring break trip. Love it. I have put down the deposit, which was like $8, nothing, to hold the slot. Haven't paid the bill for the resort that was picked, like it's a group think thing. They've picked the resort. It's an all inclusive. It's going to be very easy. Everything's handled point to point. It's very safe, whatever, blah, blah. I waited to purchase the tickets, the airline tickets, just because I thought, oh, I got to do that. I got to do that. I kept moving it from day to day. It was a pain. And then I thought, okay, I'm finally going to sit down and do it. And the prices jumped. So now the cost of the airline tickets to get to this destination are more than the cost of being at the destination. It's gotten so bad. Yes. It's fucking Jamaica. It's nowhere. It's a who fucking cares. It's so bad. I actually looked into, can I just fly to a closer city, stay overnight there, and then have point to point from that city? Like, is it cheaper? Is this a problem of being being in North Carolina, right? Is it better if I just get to Miami or where the fuck do I need to go, right? Nope. It's just bad, bad, baddity, bad, bad, bad. Go to Europe twice. Break could go to oh, Europe twice. Wow! And that, and it's a locked in. I mean, the now the hard part is I haven't actually paid for the trip. So I'm thinking, <laughs> can He'll I just kill you? Well, He'll kill you. But also, fuck you, kid. I mean, the whole thing. I don't even want to go. Right? It's just I'm only going because children are required. He's 17, and he'll be 18 at the point when we go. Right? Required to have. An adult, a parent. And my husband's like, I'm not going. I'm like, but it's a week at a resort. And he's like, I don't want to go. Why would I want to go to that? So I'll be there with a bunch of parents of his high school friends who I don't really know alone. It just seems like. Are a you lot inviting of money. me to go to Jamaica with you? Well, if I you did. are, my answer is yes. I did. You <laughs> won't go once you see the airline flights. I did 
strategically Check get a Billy. room. No, get a room for myself with two double uh, queen beds in it instead of a king or whatever it is. Maybe yeah. Two double doubles, I guess. Yeah. What they do. But it's that's not going to work because it's so I was like, so if I really end up I did it, honestly, in case there was a little drama. My son is staying in a room with a friend of his and I they're all friends going. But I also thought if at one point somebody just needs somewhere else to be for a few minutes, I want to have that option and I don't want to be inconvenienced or weirded out, you know. So that's it's why really I got nice. the room. But and then I thought secretly, well, I could always have something. That's me. You know what? It's an all inclusive thing. So there's no way to cheat it. You can't just show up and use the room because you won't be able to eat. Because everything is all inclusive, like they'll know who you are. But maybe we can, maybe we can cheat that too. I love how I'm trying to cheat this. It's not I, whatever. That's too much. So, and I'm still fucking going and paying it. And that's really because it's groupthink. But I'm, I'm resenting it, and I'm paying for it myself. You cannot discuss with people. I can't tell people how to spend their money. It's very personal. It's very private. And people, I am uncomfortable when people are so open talking about salaries, mon- like money, money, money. Ooh, I did not grow is, up doing that. I did not grow up doing it. I was actively, uh, what's the word, um, disciplined. I vividly remember having to go to my dad and ask him for a school assignment, how much he made because the, we were bringing them in to school. And he said to me, if your teacher is interested in that information, she can call me at home. So he did not give me the answer, and I went in and I told her that to her face. And it so that's how that assignment went. But at yeah, the, that's not appropriate. I was raised that that's not an appropriate conversation to have. Go ahead, talk about religion and politics if you want. Also, money is a very where, sticky. Here's where I am challenging that thinking in my own life moving forward, and where I really encourage you to put some thought against it, specifically for your daughter. There is still pay inequity in the world. However you want to slice it, I'm not here to debate it. There is pay inequity in the world that is largely gender-based, and much of it comes from mindset that polite people, rich people, female people do not discuss what we make. And the act of keeping your salary, for example, to yourself benefits your employer and not you. Right. When you right. don't know, if you heard right. when you don't know what everyone else is making, you make less. So it is an act of rebellion to share that information. It is an act of control and power to claim what you make and actively try to make more. I think that money in my own mind has had a bad rap. Money is an evil. You can't be a good person if you have money. And I have in the past year and a half, I have shifted all of that around into money is neither good nor bad. Food is neither good nor bad. Food is food is food. There's not enough of it for some people and too much for others. How can we make this work out better for all? That's how we should be thinking about money and take away a lot of this negative nonsense because it is a tool that can be used for incredible good. And if you look at Elon Musk, we need some counter Elon Musks. We need some counter Jeff Bezoses, right? We need some counter people, counter to their mindset, who want to gather all this money and then just let it flow out of their pockets into the world. That's another use of money. So talking about it has to be okay, even when it feels icky. Blah, 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 blah. You got to just No, it's a money. hard norm. It's a hard norm to, to change. It's a very difficult... Um, st- I, I appreciate the, if there's a reason people don't talk about it, I, I don't know if there was sh- shame behind it, but the fact that shouting out your salary makes your employer, um, have to really stand by what they've chosen to pay you. That being less for, I, I can absolutely appreciate that and support the, um, the idea. Plus we have kids and we talk openly with our kids. Mm, usually not not finite numbers, but, you know, my husband has three jobs and occasionally he'll get a check in the mail because sure. some people still do pay with a check and the kids look at the check like, well, if you get one of these every month for 12 months, like they are, they're bright kids. I mean, they're doing math. Money is a weird one. Money is a weird one. You can't talk I'm, to people I don't about want how they spend weird. their money. Right. You can't, ju- you can't even judge because, I mean, I, I can judge because it's actually very deep in my wheelhouse, but- you shouldn't judge other people because you are being judged for 
I just collect animals in this house. Is somebody judging me for that? Absolutely. Am I fine with it? Again, absolutely. Do do whatever you have to do. The last item I had on my list was an ice machine, and it's because my husband you know, knows that I appreciate that pellet ice. You are on trend. Oh, have I? And when we were building our house at the shore, I said, you absolutely, if I had it to do all over again, what would I put in there? This fucking ice machine. I got the make, the model, everything. And he's like, uh, I'm like, put it in the mortgage. You don't need to know how much it is if you build it into the mortgage. A dollar a month for the rest of your life. It's fine. I'd pay for ice. Absolutely. There's tabletop versions. For I don't even know how much they're ugly. They take up a whole bunch of the counter space. But if you're really that, if you're really that into ice, go for it. Some There's, people are ice people. <laughs> um, are you ice people? No. <laughs> Did you not appreciate my ice machine? I loved it, and I would not drink anything without it. The entire <laughs> okay. time I was there, left your home thinking maybe they're gonna get one of these. Ice <laughs> okay. <laughs> Fair enough. I even like room temperature beverages, but that fucking ice just sings to my heart and I love it. It just, it feels right. It feels like you're supposed to have it this way as if the glass was created for it. The whole thing, it just, it completes you when you do it and you think this is, this is And you make killer drinks. So yeah, that was exceptional. All right. Is there a smell that is known to be gross that you love? Oh, wow. Well, I mean, I'm sure someone out there is going to say like farts, which is super crazy. Who would ever love farts? Or like smells? a specific person's farts or we had <laughs> steak tonight farts or dog oh farts. My God. Because I say no to all. No yes, farts. I say no, no farts. No to all, yes. Mine is I don't know how weird it is. It's probably pretty weird. I actually have this this soul-warming nostalgia for chlorine. Oh, the, for all of your years in the, the pool. The smell of acrid, nasal hair singeing, stifling, salt-tinged chlorine that's been soaked into your skin and kind of burnt it a little bit. That smell is, uh, that's, it's just, love is a hard word to say about that, but it's a nostalgia. Every time I get a whiff of that sort of slimy, mildew, smell, chlorine steamy, and you get it in a lot of ways, right? Some people really love the smell of gasoline. I can't stand that. I, I, I don't hate it. I would not want to get a candle in gasoline smell. Like that's not, <laughs> yes, that's, not that's a really good point. I, it's not really what I want here, nor would I want a candle with chlorine smell. But every time, it's just such a fast... Do you remember that movie Ratatouille? Of course. When the food critic takes a bite of the Ratatouille and the cinematography goes... And it immediately visually slaps him back to his mother's kitchen table when he had skinned his knee and she would make him this comfort food in one bite... That's what the smell, it is, it's a smack into an emotion and it brings me right back into a happy state, which is funny because swimming wasn't always that happy, but yeah, swam for a really long time. My body always smelled of chlorine. So to smell it on skin or just to, I guess when you're cleaning or something that that's good. Usually also makes me asphyxiated when I'm cleaning the bathroom because I use too much. So it's a, it's a love hate thing. Chlorine is my smell. Okay. I think mine is wet dog. I think wet people dog. or yeah, wet, dirty, wet, wet dog. Okay. Um, there's, Are you, there's a, I, I'm going to stop you. I'm going to stop you. We pride ourselves on being authentic here, Melissa. My wet we, dogs, not other we, wet dogs. No, dogs. no, 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 no. Mm -mm. I love you. I support you. And this is a safe space. Go ahead. I, re I read the board. And I saw what you put as the smell. And I had an outward physical reaction when I read it. And I think... I <laughs> there think are two things to, on the board. It's I not think, one thing. For I me, it's wet need, dog. I, I have need, watched... That's the second half. I think you need... I think you need to come clean as it were. <laughs> so mine just is tell us, wet dog. And just tell us. Mm -hmm. Mine is wet dog, and I, I stopped to think about 
My daughter loves walking into the croc store and she mm-hmm. loves the smell of rubber, I guess. The smell of which I think is disgusting wow. and I mm-hmm. I hate it. Even like I think like tires. If she went with one of us to Pep Boys for a windshield wiper replacement and she's like tires like there's something in that child that likes the smell of rubber and I'm like that's a vile smell and she's like well the dogs reek and you don't mind that I'm like I know and then I think of of my son who I've (laughs) seen in the past I can't even say it out loud um put his finger in his belly button she's stalling she's put his finger in his belly button and then sniff his finger and I said what what did you, I haven't seen it in the last 10 years, but when he was little, he used to do that. And I'm like, what are you, what are you doing? Do you like that smell? And he's like, I don't know. I'm like, I think you do. I think you wouldn't do it twice if you didn't like it once. Is this your first time or second time doing this? He's like, I've, I've done it before. I'm like, so that's a smell you like? He's like, uh, if I thought about it, it's a smell that I don't like, but I have to make sure I don't like it every time. I touch my belly button. I'm going to let that go is what I thought when he said it. So for me, it's wet dog. I I think he's a belly button boy. And, and my daughter, it's tires or rubber or Crocs or, or new Crocs. Okay. Okay. You thought I, I don't even think dogs have belly buttons. I want to bring us all back to the top of the therapy session where I, where I read on the board there's no comma. <laughs> Is there a gross smell that you love? And Melissa had entered wet dog belly button. <laughs> and I gagged a little and then a lot. And then I thought, that's no for me. <laughs> what in the fuck? And also, it's time to expand your life. That's because gross. that's a weird thing. To nuzzle your nose into the stomach of your wet canine for pleasure. Do dogs have belly buttons? Girl, I stopped at wet dog. Okay. Um, So... Well, they, I don't have to nuzzle. They're on me like, like chunky sweaters that aren't $400 because each dog was free. Um, When they're on you and you're like, ugh, you... You reek, but I don't mind it. I don't mind it. They are getting groomed on Friday, by the way. Just so you know, I'm not going to be enjoying it much longer. Hilarious. All things we've seen on TikTok. There is a new account on TikTok, ladies and gentlemen. Dear listener, Brilliant Observations has a TikTok account. You know it. I did not begin it. But I would be thrilled to contribute to it. Um, Amy, when did that happen? Well, you know, I have been on TikTok a little bit. I've actually come to really enjoy TikTok. It's very, it's It's very enriching. (laughs) It's very enriching for my life. TikTok for me, and to the point where I'm gonna introduce my dad to TikTok. I don't know if he'll be willing to go there. But because he's sort of anti-social media all the time anyway, he is retired, very high-ranking military, so he may have some objections to the ownership of TikTok and the realities of TikTok. That said, there is so much information to be learned and valued when you get into the right streams of the TikTok flow, right? The nonsense is what beats you over the head immediately. But if you can sort of navigate yourself like those turtles in Finding Nemo, I'm going to use all the children's animations this this episode as references. And then you, righteous, righteous, you're in the absolute (laughs) best stream, and you're just going to enjoy yourself and learn and become a better person. And the refinishing and the woodworking and the jig making and all of the, he would love that. Would he? He And there's Well, he could make that. He's not ever going to, and nor do I want him to. But... Just the tips and tricks to be able to see what's already been done. We have a friend in Maine whose family tradition is to take some sort of metal carving tool to a, a dime, a coin, and carve out shapes on the coin and turn it into jewelry. So gorgeous. It's really, it's really delicate, beautiful work. And you think, how did they come up with this? 
before anyone could show you or you could research it. There's no going to the library and look up Dremel tool. There's probably fucking no Dremel tool when this shit started. And now you can type in coin jewelry and there's the how to and the do it underwater and the way to do just the sharing of assets, the asset of information from human to human. I love it. I adore it. And I hear every day about people jumping off TikTok as they should because it's a bad place to be. And yet Brilliant Observations is there and and we're trying to put out little snippets of the show, just little brief snippets to give people a taste, a little, little taste, a little try before you buy. So maybe we can hopefully get a wider audience to come and hear us. And you could go to our TikTok, which like all our socials is at Listen Brilliant on TikTok, and give the thing. Do a save. Put the little bookmark thing is to save it. That's the algorithm likes that. It'll show it to more people. Make a comment that says, bubbity, 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 fuck, fuck, fuck. If you do that comment, I will send you $100. And bubbity, you know bubbity, I won't. Fuck, fuck, fuck. <laughs> because that is too much. And a $7.20 tip on a $6 burrito is also too much. My favorite is Bonnie Frank. If she's still a listener, hey, oh, Bonnie. Everybody loves Bonnie. Business Fabulous. If you're interested, you can check her out. Everybody if loves Bonnie. If she is listening and she's super big on she TikTok, is. she'll probably go to the TikTok thing and leave some sort of video where she's pointing. Oh, my God. I love that gal. Well, because she's gal. great. What's not to love? Indeed. Indeed, indeed, he do. So. We also have Kay um, uh, Neuendorf, who also listens, who is fantastic with feedback Dear listener, if you would like to feed us back and pretend like we're in a zoo and you want to feed us, feed us back at uh, 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 brilliantobservations uh, uh. at gmail.com, all the socials at except for Facebook at Listen Brilliant or Facebook at Brilliant Observations where you can be in an elite squad, the Brill Ob Squad. <clears throat> and there is where I've been posting on Mondays. I'll do it today. Uh, lyrics. Your job is to write the next line, not just appreciate my deep dive into lyrics. Write the next line. Tell me. Please don't look it up. I think I think this group is is absolutely a group that can get my next line. And the reason I started this with that unknown singer, songwriter person is because I figured out I can't just listen. I think I have a very eclectic uh, musical taste, but I can't just listen to 80s, 90s, and Yacht Rock for the rest of my life. I'm go- I plan <laughs> to be here for a while. And knowing all of the lyrics to all of the America songs is nothing for which I would receive accolades, prizes, badges, or anything positive in the future. I want to strive to be better and achieve more, and you can't do that when you are just sailing with Christopher Cross. You have to get off your horse with no name, name him, and move on to other music. So I am Researchers doing that. believe that the first human to survive past the age of 150 has already been born. Oh my and God, are you serious? I am serious. Researchers believe that the first human to survive beyond the age of 150 has already been born. Do you want to live to 150? I think we're moving that way. In you know, back in the days when 30 was the life expectancy, right? Did you would if anyone told you you could live to 108 comfortably, would you want to? I don't. I mean, you couldn't even conceive of extending your life by triple, right? Well, you said comfortably. That's what makes me nervous. Like, I, I good life, yes, let it last forever. Uh, the way my back hurts now, and I roll out of bed, and the sounds I make. They showed an old man, who I think was the on TikTok, who I think was the caregiver for this two-year-old who was walking down the stairs. Grandpa walked down the stairs, uh, and the little kid. The two-year-old who just started making the noises. Same noises, holding her back, walking slowly, holding on. Uh, monkey see, monkey do. I I don't know that that this pain is a 107-year-old woman waiting to, I don't know. I don't know if it's going to get better. I'm assuming it's not. I'm assuming we're just on a downhill spiral now. No? Real real peppy. I'm just trying to say... (laughs) <laughs> wet dog with, belly button with health with health advances and knowledge it's believed that humans can extend their life beyond what we have experienced thus far extend it 
consistently and expansively, like lots of people be able to do this. The question of why would we? Eh, I mean, because you can. Why wouldn't you want to keep living? Life is well, great. It's for discovery. It's the reason we go to Mars. It's the Life reason we go great. to other places. Life is great. Life is great. Life is great. And I don't believe that all old age comes with rampant, unchecked pain. Illness and pain. <laughs> just just mine. That's fine. Um, to, as a little throwback to the beginning of your injection of Christmas, we are in the holiday season. Have you been to? Is your husband having? Are there any? Holiday parties for you? Because I he, think that could really help. Yeah. He has staunchly been anti-holiday party for decades. Ever? Yeah. It, they used to throw them and it was just, to, and then it turned into, we're going to do something by catering in thing during the work day for a nice lunch. And so that's what that's they've been lovely. doing. And that's all they do. And when time was... What this person or that person in the office would put up the office tree and make it all fancy. And then when that person started coming in part time, that maybe went away and then they moved to a new location and there's none of that shit either. He just it's no. You're here what about work. you and your friends? Are you are there any holiday parties that you're going to my closest group of friends down here are holiday party crazy. They're sort of unsustainably holiday partyizing. They holiday party Every fucking day in different locations in multiple states. I just, I've never seen so many holiday fucking parties. It's insane. Are you being injected with any of them? No, no, no. We don't go to anything. They, for, for all their circles, all their activities, all their hobbies, all their associations, they are in party, 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 party. I mean, what the fuck, man? That's a lot. That's a lot. I love a good party. And I time was I would throw one. I used to throw. I got smart a couple of seasons, and I threw the decorate the tree party, where since the kids wouldn't do it, I had a cocktail party. I took everything out, laid it all out on all the surfaces. Everyone come, and then you can each hang three or four ornaments, and then it's done in an evening. But then, unfortunately, nobody comes to the undecorate the tree party, so it didn't. It only solved half of the problem. You should have thrown one of those. I don't think you did. They don't. It's a good idea, do though. They won't go. So anyway, that. Those so we don't go, we don't get invited to a lot of these things, but we do socialize quite a bit. So we're always going hither and, and thither. And yeah, and then there's all the travel. Back to this idea of the Christmas injection. I love Christmas. I enjoy it, but I don't love um I don't I don't long for the things that I don't feel like doing this year. I think of my best friend Janine, who decorates for Christmas like it's her job. She just loves doing it and looks forward to it all year. When she bought a new house, it, it in whatever it was, April, some non-Christmas month, when they were touring houses in each one, they would look and think, now where would we put the tree in this house? Like that was a thought, as if to say, where will the dog sleep? Where will we put the tree? Like they were already thinking about it. So Christmas is on her mind. Wow, imagine, I never thought of that. Imagine if... This year, somebody said, we're not going to decorate this year. She'd be probably heartbroken, crestfallen, sad, all the things. And in my case, that's been pummeled out and pummeled out. And now I'm like, I don't I don't want to. The only reason that I am feeling the pang to decorate is out of assumed shame and guilt from the global world, from anyone who I might have to admit to, including neighbors on the street who have started decorating before fucking Thanksgiving because they're crazy freaks, that we're just not, we're not doing it. I don't feel like doing it. Because I don't, if I woke up and nobody cared that it was Christmas and nobody cared whether I decorated or not, I'd be thrilled because I don't want to do it. And I don't miss right. doing it. I'm not sad about it. But I also am hypersensitive to how is this affecting the kids? And they've said they don't care, but do they really know? Do they really know? Is this as, just as gradual I think as when we stopped fine. going to church? No, it's as gradual as when we stopped going to church that they fought me to go to, can we please stop going? Can we please stop going? I think they'll objectors. be fine as soon as you start baking cookies. As soon as there is That's the familiar Christmas um, feel, smell, taste to the house, I think they will rally and be great as soon as, as soon as the flower is all over your black sweater and your and face. And I ordered and special ingredients and special colors and I'm I'm, I'm pump, pump, Come pump to the Amish the market with me and you can pick any colors and all of those things are there. It's amazing. 
I'm um, very excited about that. This stuff. year, I did go through the holiday. I my we make holiday magnets every year, and by we I mean I. And they are done and they are almost ready to go. They're addressed. And as I'm doing the addresses, I do it by hand, not by label, because I'd love to tell you there's a really good reason. I enjoy it. I enjoy looking at the people who are still peripherally in near my life. And I watch that number dwindle down. Oh. And I think... Are we still friends? And then I'm, why? Why are we still friends? We don't see each other. We don't talk. You get my magnet. There's never a like on Facebook where I don't even post anymore. I, there's nothing. There's nothing between us. Why am I still sending you a magnet? And then I think, do I get your holiday card? Do I still want your holiday card? I'm in a very retrospective, I'm in a very thoughtful moment this week. Because I made out, and I do this every year with the magnets, and I love doing the magnets, but they went from like 100 plus to 100 to 75 to maybe we only need 50 this year, or do I just send them to the D-sharps? Like, what? What am I doing? Am, am I sending them again next year? Is this my last year of a holiday card? Do you remember in the summer when I made the kids pose for this card before leaving for college? I don't know what we're doing. I don't know what we're doing. I, I do. I know what you're doing. Have you already ordered them? What am I them? doing? Have you already ordered them? They are, yeah, of course. They are stuffed and ready to go. I just have so to go to the post you only office. Ordered, you only ordered 50? You really culled it this year? I have don't 75. That. Okay. Uh, that's even, that's too few. So, yeah. Here's the beauty of this. I got out of the habit one year of doing the holiday card because we didn't have a photograph. Some years we didn't have a photograph and I would come up with some other photograph to use, right? Love doing it. It's time capsule. It's a fun thing. I it's that was good. For whatever reason got out of call it covid, didn't do it. Haven't done it. Not doing it this year. It's not even on the radar this year. I still love receiving the cards. Absolutely love receiving them. I'm not at the place where my mom years ago switched to anyone who sends me a card, I will immediately that day, send them a, a card back. Uh, she oh, doesn't send them out except except in response, right? So she's so she keeps it going that way. She doesn't proactively send them. She sends it she sends it as a to as a communication back and forth kind of a thing, right? And that's how she keeps tag. it going. You're tagged yeah. back, yeah. yeah. And they're they're not all uniform and they're not photographed. They're just it's just a greeting, right? It's lovely. So I feel like that's the whole point, right? Because she's writing on it and that's nice. Right, right, right. Yours Mine. is. Every bit, your end of year card is every bit a tradition, a uniqueness, a gift. It's got planning. You've been thinking about it beyond the day. All year, a, right. Right. People look forward to the, the, I staunchly maintain that you need to keep that list as wide and broad as possible. That Really? This, that this magnet is not an extension and expression of your contact list similar to your social feeds. That's the place where you can actively, I don't do it because I can't be bothered, can actively be scrubbing people for tastes and preferences and associations and mindset and view of the world and joy in the world and making you a better person. And you're the sum total of all the people you surround yourself with. So always have people around you who are making you better and not you always making everyone else better. You've got to have some people pulling you along as well or else it doesn't work. That's not what this magnet is. This magnet is the sample size of your ongoing gift mindset. This magnet is mini Melissa in the mail. <laughs> I love the to idea the widest, of a little action figure. To the widest possible audience. Do not restrict it. Do not reduce it. It is beloved. Huh. It is welcomed. Out it goes. Do it, do it, do it, do it, do it, do more of it. Do not scale back, especially if you get a tingle in going through your contacts and just writing out that name and address one more time. It's bringing joy to you and everyone. The only flaw is that it relies on the U.S. Post Office, which, as, <laughs> we, know, which as we know, is quite troubled and pray for them and all of them, as we do all the time. Please, dear God, come and save our United States Post Office, please. So you see that as a gift because I look at people who open a card and throw it out. Um, but I also know that on my parents, my friend Michelle, there are several 
garage refrigerators, because those are the ones that still are magnetic, that have the last 15 years of our lives, right? (laughs) That just magnet, magnet, magnet. You can literally watch my children grow. You're not keeping cards unless they are your nearest and dearest and you're watching their kids grow. That there's a place for that if your house is big enough and you don't live in a tiny home, son. Um, There is room for nostalgia there. But the magnets you forget are on your refrigerator. When you take down your cards or your pretty ribbons by the front door that have every clip on it with everybody's picture, the lady at the haircutting place who puts her clients' pictures and her kids up and it's adorable and it's sweet and it's cute, they all come down seasonally. With your with your little lights, everything comes down from the holiday. Strangely, the brilliance are still on your fucking freezer. And I can't explain the joy it gives me, but I feel like why restrict it why would you i don't even think they want those anymore how would i even know if they're like ugh, these fuckers write this again let me let me give you two statements the magnet is still on the fridge period here comes a question why would they want that question well the magnet's still on the fridge okay all right i'll send them out ready to go what was nice was i saw a few people and i handed it to them and I said, here's your 2023 <laughs> magnet. And they're like, I'm not getting it in the mail. I'm like, oh, my See? God. Give it back. <laughs> Give Tradition. it back. That's the, the only issue that would prevent you yeah. from doing this larger every year or keeping it at the same size every year. It does not exist. And that issue would be if it was burdensome to you. If no, it, I enjoy if it. If it no longer felt like who you are. If the expression only became an act of service for the recipient. And even then, you would need to evaluate it as, I, how many acts of service are in my life, and is this one? I, I need as many as I can get. Is this one I'm willing to do, right, to evaluate it that way? None of those things apply. This is a joyful state for you and for all. This is joy to the fucking world, Missy. Okay. Send I it. didn't know that. Let's start there. I didn't know that it was joy to the world. I know that it might be like, ah, to like three or five to seven friends, but... Uh, 75 cards to go out. Like I haven't spoken to you. I can give you names and they are not listeners, right? They know I have a podcast and they are intentionally not listeners. Um, Dear listener, if you would like my holiday magnet, write in and let me know. Send me your, your addy. I'll send you a little, uh, a little treat. All right. Let me make it smaller. The The first five people who write (laughs) in. I don't have that many. (laughs) I feel the world is so want for connection between people. I agree. The risk that someone doesn't want it is so much smaller. And then throw it out. Then the reality that you are having a connection with someone, even momentarily, as they stop, as they unwrap this gift, as they look at your smiling faces, as they remember your connection to each other, as they think to themselves, what will I do with this day? How will I connect with somebody else? This has a, I have a smile on my face now, so what happens now that I'm smiling? There's so much joy in that simple, simple act. Now you know. The one thing I want you to see on TikTok is there's a sound bite that is, you know, some houses have something special about them. It's a special room or it's a thing. This is what makes my house special. And then they show you this tiny little slide that goes down into a pool an indoor pool that you don't see or know about there is this sound bite that will show you I will find one and send it to you and in the bottom right hand corner you hit the sound thing and it'll give you all of them oh wow it is amazing and you can see all the amazing building things like drawers under the stairs or rooms where you lift the island topper and you go down under the kitchen island into a wine cellar or or an indoor pool whatever it is the access to it is found inside the kitchen island and all of these wonderful things so that's something I want you to look out for oh my gosh I'm so excited yeah so there are wonder it's a treasure trove that the Chinese have platformed for us thank Thank you you very much thank (laughs) you friends what's thank you let me think uh Thank you, friends. Oh, my God. Why are we friends? Dear listeners, thank you so much for turning us on, turning out, showing up. And we just want to say we hope it is a great year to come for you. A couple of shows ago, we talked about pre-gaming what you 
would like to move toward in the coming year. I hope you're still making progress against that. I hope you're still thinking about how you want to move your life in a direction or either a different direction or just further in the direction you're going. And Godspeed to you. Keep it up. Wrap it up. Lift it. Rub it down. Oh, no. We love you. Bye. Bye.